A one, two, three. Now we're live. And now we're on. It's time for another edition of Not, not for, for Everyone. It's not for everyone. It's not. It's not for everyone, people. No, I wasn't saying the title. I was just saying. It's in general. I was saying the title, and then I was saying it's it's not for everyone. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's really not for everyone. It's really not. I've, I've showed some of my best friends this, and they're like, ah, I'm not going to keep listening to that. Really? <laughs> yeah, Fuck your friends. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I've had people like, I listen to one, I think they get enough of, of me, like in person. I mean, it's not like you're doing anything different than the regular asshole that you always are. That's true. I try to keep this pretty genuine. Yeah. You like to ham it up a bit. Bobby, how There's long many you know asides. Me? There's a, the the mirror has two faces. What does that even mean? It, I don't know. It's a movie. <laughs> it was the it was like a sequel to Bridges of Madison County. Uh, what does that even mean in, this, in it, this I don't know. It seems it seemed it seemed apropos. Is it a sequel to Madison County? You know, I think I never it's something watched, like that. I never watched that movie. It's one of them 90s old lady uh romantic comedies. Ain't it got Clint? And then someone always gets cancer. It's terrible. <laughs> if somebody dies of cancer, it's like the mother, the sister, you know. It's yep. like Steel Magnolias all over again. So this is episode 11. 11. Wait, did Shelby and Steel Mag? Did someone die of cancer in Steel Magnolias? I don't fucking know. <laughs> the fuck are you asking me for, What's dude? your favorite? Um, it doesn't have to My be. My favorite Magnolia? No. Yeah. <laughs> I like a- the, oh, was it, uh, was it Olympia Dukakis. Rise Olympia. Is that her name? Isn't Deborah Winger in that? I love Deborah Winger. You know what movie's great with Deborah Winger is that ghost rape movie. No. Entity. Oh, yeah. I have seen that. That's a good one. I remember that when it came out. Well, fuck. No, I don't remember when that came out. I remember when I watched it like seven or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And there's this there's this soundtrack. There's a, th- a song or a, a musical bit that goes uh, with the ghost rape. It's just like jung 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 jung. It's all like this pounding, throbbing, scary fucking music. So basically EDM. I don't know what that means. Electronic dance music. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. No, wow, no, no, you no, are no, 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 no. you're so for someone no. as outgoing as you, you're very out of touch with. No, 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 no. no. It was not like electronic dance music. It was just like a, a just like a like droning dread dreaded synth. dread. It was a dread synth for dread sure. Dread synth. And I remember talking to my buddy Ruben from the Belgrave saying, "Hey, you need to make a song." And have that sound in there. He didn't do that. But then I saw the movie uh, Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. Like a year or two later when it came out. And they used that sound. They used it for a part with Hans Landa. And the girl when they were eating the fucking strudel or whatever. They totally had that. <laughs> totally. They do eat strudel. Was, you need to put the cream on there. The cream. Wait for the cream. <laughs> that movie. That yeah. movie has. I love like. That's one of my favorite opening scenes of all time. It's good, but after that, I, I usually shut it off. Now. Really? I liked it. I liked it when I saw it in the theater. I just I don't think I've ever finished it since then. What? Even though I own it, dude. I bought it for that opening scene. It's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, the opening scene is phenomenal, but like the whole movie in it, you know, really with the, the first time I saw it, I didn't like it as much as the second time I saw it, and I think why is because it was. Um, you know, it was all Tarantino-esque, like, let's just hop around the storyline. And I was hoping for more, like, you know, Dirty Dozen-style action right. flick. And it wasn't that. I mean, there were bits of that. No, but there were still, like, four-hour scenes of people talking. Right, right, right. Quentin and it's Tarantino. just like, what would Quentin Tarantino say if he was this person? Exactly. And then he applies that logic to every single character of his. 
This is if every character was They got, gay. like, the, the, the gal. <laughs> the, uh, <coughs> the Nazi broad? No, no, no. The one that escaped. The, the Yeah, Anne, anyway. They got Anne Frank that got they away. They got that gal, and they're going, like, I don't tip waitresses. I just don't believe in tipping waitresses. <laughs> or they're like, 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 like Madonna's like a virgin. Yeah, right, right. He, she just turns into Mr. Pink. Right, and then when, like, the, the bear Jews, like, the one that says bad motherfucker on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Let me ask you this: What did you, um, what did you think about the Hateful Eight? I never finished it. What? I liked it. I just it was one of those things that we started it. Um, I liked what I saw. Fell asleep. It's pretty long, and then I never went back to it. How far did you get? Oh, dude, they like just like had been in the cabin for maybe ten minutes. Dude, you like fell asleep in like the first quarter of the. Film. I know. I'm sorry. And like I liked it. I just never finished watching it because uh, I'm Bobby. This is the eleventh episode. <laughs> Not for everyone. It's not. Like, Tarantino's great. For everyone. Some of his movies I like better than others. I'm a huge Kill Bill fan. I mm-hmm. fucking love Kill Bill. Kill Bill's probably my favorite one. And people are like, ah, Kill Bill. But it's just got fucking just super crazy gore. It's just got a great fucking revenge story. Great revenge story. You know what's even fucked up about Kill Bill too? Like, the most fucked up? The ending, okay? It's a, it's a, I'm doing air quotes. Happy ending, right? She gets her little girl and takes off. Now, this little girl's like five years old. This little girl, her whole life, all she's known is a loving, caring father that this lady shows up one day and kills and then takes off with her and says, I'm your mom. I had to murder your father. Your your life is with me now. So like that, that little girl's whole life was totally flipped upside down. It, they don't talk about the repercussions of that. Like, oh, good job, Uma. Now, now your fucking daughter's gonna like be scarred forever because you know all she was taught by her assassin dad is who cares? He's fucking dead because mom killed him. Wait, what are we? Is this what movie is this? Are you? Did you fucking finish Kill Bill, Bobby? Oh yeah, Kill Bill. Yeah, I did. I like that. I like both of those. <sighs> I thought we were still talking about the mirror has two faces. I never saw that one. Um, You're a piece of shit, Bobby. You know that? That's my line for you, sir. Oh, right. Okay. I'm appropriating it. Now, you're being pretty uh you're being pr- pretty mellow right now. Uh-huh. How come you're not be- Hey, let me uh, hold on. More whiskey? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I I want Can I Did you br- it, Is Wario with you right now? Wario? Is War Did Wario come over when you came over just now? <laughs> you going to make me bring out the Wario? No, 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 no. I don't want you to bring out the Wario. I just want to talk to Wario. Hey, hey, what's this in my back pocket? It's a me, a Wario. Ah, how did you know I was in the ass pocket of this man? I was a tiny Wario, but now I'm much bigger. I've taken over the host. It's like a, one of those viruses, like the ant virus with the fungus in its brain that makes him a zombie. That is Wario. That is Wario. Just give me some fucking whiskey. Don't make me do voices. <laughs> There's whiskey right there. All right. No, 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 no. You're fine. You seem like you're a little uh, low energy again. Again? Fuck you, Bobby. I think you need to take it easy. You know, you keep making me do these things on like Sunday Making afternoon. you. 
making you. <laughs> yes. On Sunday afternoon. I'm holding you hostage. After I've had a weekend of, of, of work, I worked all weekend. I did a lot of work. You worked too, Bobby. You did some rock and roll work there. Yeah, and I woke up and I went to the store and did like adult things and I'm cooking dinner mm-hmm. and I watched this movie that we're later on we're going to um, discuss because we did watch it separately. We already watched it. We already watched it. We already watched it. It's, it's been watched. We're going to discuss. We're still going to play the tra- trailer in the middle. Oh, yeah. It'll, it'll come a little later. You know, I was, you know, let's not even talk about that movie because I was about to start talking about it. I mean, it's in the title of the show, so. What is? Like. Oh, the movie we're going to The movie's going to be called Episode 11, To Live and Die in L.A. To Live and Die in L.A. Oof. So stay tuned for when we jump into that. <laughs> when we get into wacky that. romp. Wait, what was I talking about before you cut me off? Oh yeah, Wario. Wario. Oh Wario. Wario didn't come out this weekend. I didn't. I didn't bring Wario out. He's a little tired. He's a little tired. No, he. We're a little tired. He too. had his. Uh, he had his day in the sun. Uh, for for a good weekend there, good couple days in a row. Uh, so I had to do other other clown shit this weekend. Other different clowns this weekend. You know, I did, Bobby. Speaking of, um, hold on. Are we in Adam's corner now? Sure. Here it is. One, two, three. Okay. So you know what I did, Bobby, this weekend um, is I was uh, I was an MC for a for a local burlesque show, San Marcos. There's a uh huh. There's a film festival going on. It's called the Lost River Film Festival. You want to know why it was called Lost River? I, I do. Because there's, there's there's no lost rivers in San Marcos. They found them all. However, a film, a little gem called. A river runs through it. No, uh, a river wild. No, it. Uh, the river has two faces. It had. <laughs> the river is a mirror with two faces. No, it's a James Cameron movie. One of his. Oh, you first hate films. Him. One of his first films. No, I like his old stuff. Titanic. Piranha. Oh, Piranha was Wait, filmed in San Marcos. Was it? Yeah. Now, was this film festival that you were at? It was this like a kind of horror cult kind of thing. I don't know. I didn't see any movies. <laughs> I was there. What were you doing working. there? I was working. I'm fucking telling you. I announced for a roller derby thing in the morning because I'm the announcer for the San Marcos River Rollers, a spectacular mm-hmm. roller derby league. Um, I, I've been trying. You're to, the announcer now. I'm one of the announcers. Yeah. I mean, do you do the play-by-plays and everything? You know, we did like it was like a demo. It was just a, a demo. And me and Bill, uh, the singer from Trump Card, we're out there. We're the announcers. And it's happened, and we're talking, and we realize like we know nothing about what's going on in this sport. Um, so we just kind of talked. <laughs> you know, wow, I'm good at that. You did, did the old uh, Dennis Leary? We had a script. They gave the us old Rush Limbaugh. Oh, Rush Limbaugh. Did, and they tried yeah. to get them to announce sports. Alex, Things got heated pretty quickly. Alex Jones. I started talking about hybrid pig people. Oh. Um, so basically, hybrid pig people on wheels. Hey, don't use up all your um, all your banter at this new thing. What new thing? Your your new gig at the roller derby ring. Dude, have you ever known me to not with all those talk? stable women? Have you ever known me to not fucking? That's talk? a good point. All right, yeah, continue. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, I was announcing for that, and and we were deciding names. We gotta have good names, like good announcer names, and 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 Bill's got a great one, Ricky Thunderosa. That's a fucking hell of a name, right? And so I just wanted to call myself Kurt Russell and, and just say fuck with. <laughs> And they're like, no, you can't be Kurt you can't Russell. You just be Kurt Russell. I'm like, what about what about Bill Paxton? What about Dirt Russell? And they're like, no, you Ooh, can't be that, Dirt. Why not Dirt Russell? I know it sounds good, but then they're thinking like, go with like some character names, like mix match that. And I was like, what about what about Snake Burton? Snake. 
I like Dirt Russell better. Yeah, I like Dirt Russell too, but they're being bitches about it. What about Captain Ron? And uh, what was his name in Overboard? I'll Captain go Ron. I'm Goldie Hawn's fake husband. <laughs> that should be your name. <laughs> That'll be my name. So, like, so Bill introduces himself as Ricky Thunderosa, Ricky Thunderosa, and then you say, "I am." What was it again? I'm I'm Goldie Hawn's fake husband. Yes. Yeah. It was and good. there's the title episode. So <laughs> there you go. And so then last night I did the uh, the burlesque show thing. It was a totally different clown than I usually. Actually, I was the uh, like the French clown. Remember the French? clown? Yeah, I, f- I kind of forgot about the French clown. You've never told any of the listeners about your French clown. Yeah, one time I was uh, I was the Bobby. I was stopped by Bobby's house beforehand. It was a Prince show, and it was an art show where you were going to do art, like draw a person that was like a burlesque dancer to Prince songs. And so I painted my face like a. Cl- you asked me to tell the story. Don't roll your fucking eyes, <laughs> fucking prick. And so I dressed up with like a beret. How do you have time for these A things? raspberry beret, and I painted my face with purple pe- teardrops. That's right. I remember that now. So anyways, when I was asked to do the, uh, the burlesque show last night, it was a movie-themed thing because it was at a film festival. So four girls dressed up and, and did four different scenes from different movies, but it was like a dancing act to the song from the movies. Yeah, I got it. And I was a film critic. So I got to wear my fancy new, uh, my new crush velvet uh, purple jacket that's too small for me that I bought at Goodwill that looks magnificent. And I got to wear my raspberry beret again. And I painted my fel- face like an artsy clown. It was, it, was, it was luscious. It was beautiful. And so we had to come up with a name. What? Keep going. I, I just really, I really want this, story, this really good story to end very soon. Why do you tell me to tell a story <laughs> if you can sit there and just talk shit about the story the That's, whole fucking time? What did we, I don't want to hear what did we do with this say. entire time we record anyway? Oh, yeah, I guess so. We've done the entire time we've known each other. I talk, and Bobby sits there waiting for what he's going to say next. To disparage you in some he way. He doesn't listen to half of what I say. He's nope. Like, I already know what I'm going to say. Just let him stop talking. Stop talking already so I can talk. I, I don't know what to say. So to tie it back into Tarantino, right? Uh-huh. One of the uh, one of the numbers last night was uh, from Death Proof, so I got to be Kurt Russell in the chair getting the lap dance from the burlesque girl last night. I was like clown Kurt Russell. Now it was awesome. Did your Kurt Muscle respond to that? Ah, I get what you did there, Kurt Muscle. You're talking about my dick. <laughs> I get it. I get it. No, but uh, there was a, a a pasty popped and there was a nip slip. Right in front of me. Janet Jackson style. And I was like, dude, your nip showing. <laughs> She's like, okay. People, you know, it was great. Yeah, if, you, if you ever the been burlesque do- thing, like, why not just, let's just, is it not burlesque if you show a nip or two? Does it cease to be burlesque at that point? No, it doesn't cease to be burlesque. But the point is, it's like a strip tease. Right, but it never ends in like a full. No, it never ends in full strip. frontal. Strip. No, it's not, it's not a strip club, Bobby. Okay. All right, it's classy. I love burlesque. Burlesque is great. And I'll tell you why. Look, I like strippers. I like strippers as much as the next guy. However, burlesque, it's like... It's like a real art. It's like no, these, no, 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 no. Like, they really like are like in touch. They're, they're children of antiquity. Theatrical. It's a performance. Uh-huh. I'm all about theatrics. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know that about me. I'm all about the theatrics. And so they put oh, really? time and effort and energy to create this skit. It's a three to five minute skit that they're dancing around and taking their clothes off to a song. I've seen girls do them to like the Alien movie where she had like a chest buster and like a sexy alien tail. Like I've seen like a Pac-Man one. I see a chick dressed like Lakitu from freaking Mario Brothers and she was throwing little spiny balls and playing that, hey man, get off of my cloud or whatever, that Rolling Stones song. How's it go? 
you know, I don't have anything against burlesque or burlesque gals or uh, any of that. You just what I don't like. No, the total utter disdain in your voice. Please tell us what you. What don't I like. don't like is that you don't have the is body. When for I'm it. like, I'm going. Anyone has the body for burlesque, Adam? I think you and I both know that. It's a very welcoming community. Mm-hmm. They asked me if I wanted to do it. It's like hell no, honey. I just I, I take my clothes off for special friends. Okay. What I don't like is a surprise burlesque show. What does that even mean? It means when I want to go see a band play, and then it's like, well, before the band plays, we're gonna have the 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 Goo Goo Gaga gals come out and uh, and uh, do some dances for you. That confuses me, Bobby. Why on earth would you say, hey, I'm going to see rock and roll? No, don't bring out mostly naked girls. I don't want to see that. I'm rethinking this whole fucking podcast thing right now. <laughs> Jesus. Are you? Is, that was shit. the uh, last straw was my uh, mixed feelings about burlesque. No, I mean, I, but why? It's like, a, it's like a treat. It's like a, you realize, it's like a like, cherry on the top of the okay, fucking cake. Adam, I, I, I'm going to come clean with you because I thought you would have picked up on it by now. Uh-huh. Like, I'd say a good 60% of the things that I choose is, to disagree with just you about to troll me. is just to like get you riled up. <laughs> like I, I know that. I play yeah, along, okay. Bobby. I play along. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Right. That's what that was the Fucking whole time. Prick. That's the end of Adam's Corner. Fuck you. That's the oh. end of Adam's Corner. Hey, fans out there. Listen, if you've never seen a burlesque show, I'd recommend you go watch one. Hey, if you've never seen roller derbies, it's great because there's girls on skates just bumping into each other. I do like roller derby. Um, oh, I love it. You know what this month is, Adam? Wait, wait, what month is it? Okay, so we're out of Rocktober. Oh, yeah. Don't even say it's it unless over. it's, it's Rocktober. Done. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say the fucking Don't word. even say it. I'm not even going to think it. Don't say it. Don't think it. Bye-bye, man. What? <laughs> what it is, is that the Bye-bye, man? What was the Bye-bye, man? Oh, that movie was awful. Is it called the Bye Bye Man? Yeah, they're yeah. I they're guarantee really... there's going to be a sequel to it too. It's one of the worst horror movies I've seen in a long. So time. wait, you've watched that, but you can't fucking get past season, episode four of Stranger Things season two. I don't watch TV. I just watch really bad movies. I'm going to watch Death Slayer three for the fourth time. Oh, is that Ninja Assassin part? First two? of all, it's Death Stalker two. Whatever. And uh, yeah, Stranger Things is fine, but it's not like it's going to be there. I'm going to get to it. Don't worry about it. All right. Anyway, but let's get back. Okay, so it's no longer Rocktober. What it is. What it is is it is November uh-huh. uh, as far as the Gregorian calendar goes. Right. Oh, Greggy. Greggy's oh, calendar. Greggy the calendar. Oh, Greggy the cow gal. Uh, <laughs> what it is this month is Brovember. <laughs> that was a terrible explosion sound. <laughs> Can you add in explosion sounds? Wait, wait. Get some foley. Let's do it one more time. Brovember. That was better. That was better. Is that better? All right. I'm not. I'm not that guy from Police Academy. So Brovember is basically we're going to be watching some bro-centric films, not yeah. necessarily horror. We're going to take a little uh, hiatus. hiatus. Oh, horatus. Horatus. Sounds bad. That, that sounds like something you get in Tijuana. <laughs> That's you don't want that, folks. A horror hiatus. Let's just go with horror hiatus. A horatus. You're being a for breakfast. Um, so yeah, we're gonna watch some action movies. We're gonna watch some buddy comedy movies. We have some good ones in mind that that we think you will like. And if you don't, fucking who cares? We like them. So what I'm gonna do now uh-huh. is I'm gonna introduce the uh, the film 
with the title. Just the title. I'm just going to say the title. You okay. already said the title a second ago. Well, we're going to do it again. Okay. And, and then, they can and then, and then it's this, time to listen know. to the, the trailer. We watched 1985's To Live and Die in L.A. Richard Chance is a federal agent who will cross the line if he has to. I want my paper, Jeff. I told you I don't have it. Get it. Rick Masters is a counterfeiter who killed Chance's partner. When do I get delivery? How about Friday night? If I don't hear from you by Friday, I'm coming back to get this. It's understandable. I'll tell you the first time I saw this movie uh, a couple years ago it was on Netflix and I was like I've never seen that it's got Billy Defoe in it uh, so I'm gonna watch it and I watched it and like the first scene I'm like this is so cheesy 80s 80s just like crime movie and then like I don't know about like three quarters of the way through maybe less than that quarter of the way through I'm like holy shit this movie's mm-hmm. fucking hardcore mm-hmm. no, that, no it wasn't okay it wasn't three quarters of the way in it was like Ah, 15 minutes on the way in. I mean, it starts off with, oh, Jesus Christ. Such a fucking good movie. But before we jump into night, tonight's feet, let me take that. <laughs> let me take that again. Try to say that in let sentence me take form. That again. Yeah. See, here, here's the difference between you and me, Adam. Mm-hmm. Is I, I went out and I partied a lot this weekend, actually. Right. Uh-huh. But I'm still trying to bring it today. Oh, I'm not trying to bring it. Is that what you're saying? I think I think you're a little low energy. Yes, oh, fucking low energy. So, what are you, a goddamn fucking energy gauge now? No, like I, a I'm fucking a, barometer. I, I produce for a my podcast energy? with a with a standard uh-huh. and a uh, a high caliber of content. Fucking since when? <laughs> Have you listened to this shit? Jesus Christ! And uh, people, I, we we've set an expectation. We've set a bar, and um, you are kind of um, you're kind of a dead moth today. Okay, we've done episodes where you're like. I'm so sick. I can't even see straight. Yep, and uh, and we still did the episode. And everything was fine. Mm-hmm. But now you gotta have fucking something just to pick at me at. You're just trying to piss me off, Bobby. You're just trying to get me riled up. I know what you're doing. You, you've had a little. You've had a little attitude all day. All day since you texted little, me. Little passive aggressive. And all you know, day. we even got an extra hour. We got an extra hour. God gave us an hour today, people. Uh huh. Let me take it again. Mm-hmm. Before we jump into tonight's feature. To live and die in L.A. God, that's a good voice. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the news real quick. The news. What's in the news, Bobby? There you go. Give me more of your weird... I'm just your, fucking... I asked you what's in the news. Give me more of your weird Jewish lady voice. Tell me what's in the fucking news. I Robbie. love it. I love that. Oh, fuck. You have to do... You always have to do the... Uh, give me a little more. Did I not already do it, Bobby? Was it not enough for you? Did I not talk old the Jewish lady enough like to make you fucking See, happy? See, now that I've pointed out that it's you never sound like enough. a Jewish lady, you're, you're kind of overdoing it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Talk about your Twilight Zone, Bobby. Okay, so read this on bloodydisgusting.com this week. CBS developing Twilight Zone root. Let me take that again. <laughs> CBS developing Twilight Zone reboot. 
for all access streaming service. Um, for anyone that heard that farty sound just now, that was Adam. That's the sound of Adam giving a thumbs down. You know what, though? I said that. Oh, I, I said that. I farted that out of my face. And then I thought, like, you know what? Might not be that bad. I like anthology horror. I mean, there's been some really good anthology horror shows out right now. I think you can make a really good horror story self-contained in an episode format. So I'm excited to see it. Yeah. And, and Put I think some money into it, If you're going to remake anything, especially on TV, right. why not an anthology? You're not going to offend anyone by trying to recreate certain right. episodes. Right. And I don't know. I don't think they're doing that, at least. Now, was that the I one? haven't read the article. I just read the headline. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's the news. This is the headline. <laughs> that was the news. That's your news. No, 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 no. This is um, how no we official, get our news. Facebook headlines. No official details have yet been announced about the reboot, but the THR speculates. I don't know who the THR is. I don't know. The Hollywood Reporter. Oh. Check your sources, Bobby. Hold on. Open a new tab. The Hollywood Reporter speculates that show hails from Jordan Peele's Monkey Paw banner Hmm. with Marco Ramirez set Hmm. to pin the script and serve as showrunner. And again, this is from Marco Ramirez. What did he do? Did he do Daredevil? Um, Daredevil The Defenders and Daredevil, yes. Yeah, Daredevil season two was great. Can't have an episode without bringing up Daredevil with you Uh or... um, Eventually, there's going to John be some Carpenter. reference to pedophilia. How about that, Kevin Spacey? <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise. They were swimming with sharks the whole time. Okay. I they would... never even knew it. Well, somebody knew it. I'm so disgusted with the news That's lately. not a dorsal fin, So this does boy. not offend me at all, Twilight Zone. I'm a big, big fan of Black Mirror. If you guys haven't watched Black Mirror, get oh, it's on a that. Good... Have you watched all of it? No. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I've watched the entire first season. I watched the John Hamm Christmas special. I am such a big fan of it. I'm just not really going to ever watch it. Look. I like the concept. I'm not going to apologize. I read something online that said it was good that I agreed with, okay. so I like it. Now, now, you're, now that, <laughs> that cuts like a knife, Brian Adams style. Uh, you know what I hate, Bobby? Change subject. What? No, go ahead. Cover bands. I fucking hate cover bands. I had to go see a cover band the other night. It was opening for a friend's band of mine. Yeah, I'm going right back into Adam's Corner. Yeah, I was about Fuck to say, off, all right? Back to Adam's Corner. Which cover is band. And so I walk in, and they're playing fucking Brian Adams, like Summer of 69 or Boys of Summer, or Don Henley. I don't know who the fuck it That's is. That's Don Henley. Summer of 69. I don't like that song. Shut the fuck up. Don Henley can, the entire, entire Eagles thing can just die now. Anyway, did I ahead. tell you this story already? You did, but go ahead. I thought it was a good Adam's Corner when you told it to me last week, and then you were like, no, I'm going to talk about how the guy from Reagan Youth stole my uh, T-shirts or something, which was like, all right. Oh, the girl from Reagan Youth texted me back. Great. Talk about your other thing first. Cover bands suck. Fucking walk in, they're playing Brian Adams, and then they proceed to play Slayer. I'm like, y'all fucking sucked at and Brian one Adams. Fails. Did, it, did it evolve from like Brian Adams to Bon Jovi to Metallica? To Slayer, that no, kind of it thing. was like they just mixed it up. It's like here's Green Day it's and a, now Pantera. It's a very abrupt. What uh, the fuck? You know what that sounds like? That sounds like one of those bands when you're like when uh. you're trying to start a band and play guitar in like middle school. You just play songs that you like. Right. Look, I'm no musician. I have no musical talent. But fucking learn to write a song, putos. No, 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 no. No, that's not. That's the whole. The whole point of tribute bands is for someone to get up there and dick off and play songs that everyone's familiar with. So you don't have to put the work, time, and energy into like building a fan base with original material. On top of that, writing the original material. 
So what's it's your po- like people. What's it, your point of rock and rolling then? Why are you rock and rolling? Because you go and play some songs you like for some people that already know the songs. Ass. I'm it's not all saying it's the most highbrow or form of art, but. Mm-hmm. And I, some some tri- tribute bands are fun. Some of them are good. We have a great Talking Heads one here. I'm in not Austin. talking about a tribute band, Bobby. Okay. I'm talking about a cover band. Okay, I guess there is a like clear difference if you here. want me to go see like a guy that like a band that's just playing Iron Maiden songs and they specialize in Iron Maiden. Right, songs. that's cool because they'll nail it. Now somebody's going to play Brian Adams and Green Day and Blink 182 and Slayer and play them all badly. Can I offer my two uh. cents on 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 Slayer? Yes, tell me what you so, think about Slayer. I'm assuming something bad and see what no, the no, fuck no, no, happens. No, 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 no. I'm not doing that. All right. I'm not talking about Slayer. I'm talking about the context of this situation. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming they played Raining Blood. Mm-hmm. That's the song. Mm-hmm. Now, Raining Blood and Slayer in general is one of those bands that if you're going to do it, if you're going to cover it. Do it fucking right. It better be to a T. It Don't better even be try. perfectly. This is not sloppy doppy punk rock where you can get away with with a out of tune guitars right. and missed chords and This is very technical this is metal. Technical heavy metal. Mm, it's so fucking good. Now, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and mm-hmm. say they did not play it perfectly. No, they? no, they didn't. My drummer was there and he's like, This drummer fucking sucks. And I was like, Yeah, this drummer fucking sucks. The bass player was great. He was on point. Rest of the guys, I just want to punch them in the face when I saw them. And it's nothing personal. It's just that they're in a fucking cover band. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's there may there may be nothing worse than that. Listen, fans, maybe out famine. There, if, <laughs> if any of I you, I think out it goes. There, I think it goes. Uh, it goes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, pedophilia. Right. No, it goes. I don't know. Famine, pedophilia for first place. Right. Why are you always going to bring up pedophilia, Bobby? It, 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 it has to happen. Um, and then right after that, uh, Kevin James movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then right after that... Um, cover bands. Cover bands that are not good. Right, right. Not good cover bands. Not good cover We're bands. And then right after bands. that, cover bands in general. Well, and like, I'll just say this to anybody out there that listens to us. like, If you're in a cover band, I don't hate you. I just don't respect you as a person. <laughs> Come on. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It's jokes. Just... Write a fucking song, please. Okay. Yeah. So are we done with Adam's Corner Part 2? Yeah, sure. That's fine. So let's talk about this movie. To live and die in L.A. I'm going to try something here. We're going to try a little bit of structure here. Okay. Because sometimes we just jump into it uh, haphazardly. Right. We're kind of all over the place. So we're going to start first Mm -hmm. off. What's the the synopsis to To Live and Die in L.A.? A fearless secret service agent will stop at nothing to bring down the counterfeiter who killed his partner. Now, this was directed by uh, William Friedkin. Billy Friedkin. Who is probably best known for The Exorcist and The French Connection. Mm-hmm. Um, he has had a lot of hits and misses. Has he? Yes. Has he married a lot? Um, there Nothing was just like misses. some kind of bad comedies in the early 80s. Um, that one with uh, uh, Deal of the Century with Sigourney Weaver Never and heard uh, Chevy Chase. There's a reason you've never heard of it. Okay. Moving along. Uh no, he made uh he made the birthday party. He made uh he made a little a little Wing Chang video. And Wang for Chang. you nineties kids. What are you making? Blue Chips starring Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, he made that and Nick Nolte. What the fuck, William Friedkin? Yeah, it, 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 he's just he's just kind of all over the place. What was the last thing he did? 
Last thing he did was The Devil. Oh, that's a documentary. No, Killer Joe. Oh. I've never seen it. Have you seen Killer Joe? is badass. It's about a hitman. Matthew McConaughey plays a hitman in Texas. And this dude, like, hires him to kill his mom. And it's just fucking crazy. That shit's hardcore. Right on. Watch Killer Joe. All right, so Billy Freak. But anyway, yeah, best known for The Exorcist, The French Connection. Yeah. Closely followed by... To live and die in L.A. So do do me a favor. Uh-huh. Do you want to go into the cast, or do you want to go into your explanation of this film? Do you want me to do the explanation? In your weird voice. Okay, so here's what happens. There's these secret agent guys, and they're in a building. There's like a, the movie starts. There's a really bad 80s song playing. It's bad. And I'm listening to it saying, God, this music sucks. But I gave it a chance. I gave it a shot. It was fine. They're in a building, there's some terrorists, and he's got dynamite, and he's trying to blow up the building. And then and then the main guy's partner throws him off the building, throws him, he goes and blows up into a billion pieces. And then when the guy, the partner, his name was Jimmy Hart, like the mouth of the South, he climbs up and he says, I'm getting too old for this shit. And I think to myself- fucking Danny Glover style. Danny Glover did this after this fucking yep. Lethal Weapon. And so you know what I did? It made me do a little research. I'm like, where did that start? Lethal Weapon's very meta and self-aware of its own genre. So I thought, where, where did it start? And apparently, the, I'm getting too old for this shit. The first record documented, at least in the article that I read online, uh-huh. which is obviously the truth. It's always, it's always real. Steve McQueen. Yeah. And The Hunter. Oh. Or is it the hunting? I don't know. Anyways, he said, I'm we're, getting too old for this shit. Film. We love movies. I was at a film fest yesterday. So, <laughs> you didn't uh, see any movies. <laughs> I, they started Metropolis on like the, behind the bar on the screen. I'm like, I'm going to go drink. It's the hunter. The hunter. I was mm-hmm. right. So anyways, his partner, he's about to retire last week on the job. He's tracking down a counterfeiter because that's a federal offense, which is what the Secret Service does. He goes there to where the counterfeiting's happening. Kablamo, shotgunned in the chest. And Willem Dafoe, all young and hot and weird looking, says, Buddy, you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. I literally had it in my notes. I wrote, like, Willem Dafoe. What was it exactly? (laughs) Willem Dafoe is an odd looking man. (laughs) <laughs> because, like that was like verbatim when I wrote in my notes because like he like on like he, on paper he looks like a decent enough handsome man, mm-hmm. but like something about him is so smarmy and like and yeah, off putting. You're just, like Ugh. he looks like he's part goblin or like reptilian or something. Nah, he's like orc. He's got orc blood. He's got orc, maybe. I think that's what it is. His face is so like too long and. <laughs> Too long and drawn out. Oh, Lordy. I was just talking to somebody about what happened to all the Polak jokes. What? what uh... So, anywho, what happens in the movie is the partner, Jimmy Hart, who got shot, is William Peterson. That's who it is, right? He was in Manhunter. He's in a CSI thing. I don't know what happened to his career. Television, I guess. But he's the young hotshot partner that gets super pissed when his partner, Jimmy Hart, the mouth of the South, got shot by Willem Dafoe. And then what's great about this movie, Bobby, is there's really no clear-cut line of like good guys and bad guys. They're all really bad guys. I made that note myself. Here's the thing. They're bad guys. This is in the true t- tradition of buddy cop, revenge film, thriller, 
you know, um, renegade cop, right, if you will. Right, right. But not... Cop gone rogue. Not in a melodramatic Death Wish kind of way. Mm-hmm. See, Death Wish is a great movie because you have a guy whose family gets killed. Yep. And literally the jolts of joy you get from that movie is just him getting revenge right. for killing his family. You get kicks out of him taking out now, the people to, that did this. To live and die in L.A. is much more convoluted than that. Oh, yeah. In a, in a good way. It's a different movie, but it, there's still renegade kind of cop, renegade crime thrillers. Right. Um, we have William Peterson as Richard Chance. Dick Chance. He's your quote-unquote protagonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the main character. He's kind of a fucking asshole. He's a real asshole. All these, there's no, this is one of the few movies I, 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 I really, really like that there's literally no one likable in. I mean, I liked him. Well, okay, not likable. What I mean is like. Nobody that you root for, like. Exactly. He's doing the right thing. Nobody's doing the right thing. And the guy, the one guy, the one guy that was doing the right thing, uh, we all know what happens to him. You don't if you haven't seen the movie. Yeah, no spoilers here. That would be tragic. Oh, uh, yeah. This is one, yeah, this is one where I will not fucking spoil what happens at the end of this movie because it's hands down fucking mind-blowingly awesome. So it's it's one of those films that's very convoluted, especially in the beginning. They just kind of drop hints as to what's actually going on. Right, right. It just kind of drops like, you in the story. You gotta really you gotta really pay attention to it. This is not a fuck around on your phone movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because the, the the payoff a Bobby at the, special the payoff at the end is so good. Mm-hmm. If you don't if you miss things it's a little bit of work. You know, I, the, the thing I'll say about this, too, and, and you, know, I, you know, you like to say how lowbrow I am. Um, some of the shots were just beautiful. Uh, fuck you, Bobby. Like, the, I took a picture and sent it to you. It's like, did you get the picture I sent no, you? No, yeah, it was great. It was wonderfully shot. It's, like a, it's just like a plaza. It's like a, a walkway in front of a building, and there's palm trees. And the, the time it was shot, like the shadow is all the palm trees are like perfectly on the ground at an angle and people walking in front of it. It's just a beautiful fucking shot. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, good job, Billy Friedkin. Another scene. Well, it could have been a cinematographer too. Willem Dafoe, right? He's like talking to his hot chick. And so he's standing there talking to her in a bathroom and you see him open the door, right? And like you see him like stand there and walking up. And then as he's walking up, you realize you're looking at a mirror, and he walks in from where the camera is. It's just a mind fuck. You're yeah. like, it's like a little subtle Dude, thing like that. I did notice that. Yeah, and, you're and like, I was Whoa. just like, what? Yeah, it fucking blows your mind. And you're like, wait. Was that Willem Dafoe or was that? Um, it was Willem Dafoe. Okay. Willem Dafoe, yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Willem Dafoe's character in this movie is a, is a very tortured soul. I didn't think so. He, like, paints and then, like, sets them on fire. Yeah. And you know what else he does? He counterfeits fucking money. Yeah, he's and, a, ca- and kills people for fun. He's not a nice person. He's not a tortured I'd, I'd soul. Say, I'd say that that's he's a cr- piece of shit. Okay, he's well, a piece of shit. Tomato, tomato. No, no. Like when you say tortured soul, I'm like, oh, I can, I can see his pain. I don't see Billy Defoe in pain at all in this movie. He's just a, he's a bad guy. I see a abused young man. You know what though? I do. Eyes. I do kind of think about his character a little bit from watching it. And his name was Rick Masters, you know? And and as we're watching it... Eric um, Masters. No, it was Rick Masters. Okay. And they called him Rick. So I'm watching it, and I'm like, you know, what if... What if this movie is like a secret Street Fighter crossover? And what if Rick Masters is Ken Masters' older brother? Because Ken Masters was rich. Maybe Ken Masters is rich because his older brother was a counterfeiter. Booyah. 
fucking busted the whole thing wide open there. Huh? Put that on a subreddit full of seven <laughs> fucking people. <laughs> like our fan list. <laughs> seven. Hey, I, I want to point this out while you bring it up, though. Listeners and fans are not synonymous necessarily. Wait, they're not the same thing? No. People like that listen to us don't like us? It's possible. Uh, fair enough. It's possible. I don't care. I got fans. <laughs> I don't care if I get in from here or somewhere else, all right? Um, you know who else is in that movie? Kung Fu Joe from I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. Yes. <laughs> that guy just... You know what I thought when he came on the... Uh, that's the black guy with the mustache, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That guy is the epitome of just like a beautiful masculine man. Okay. <laughs> he's he's ripped. Right. He I think he has a sleeveless shirt oh, on. Oh yeah, like every scene. He has a been. sweet mustache. Sweet stash, yeah, yeah. He's got a deep voice. Right. He's just oozes delicious mask I mean masculinity. <laughs> and he and he does kung fu, man. He does kung fu and fighting. He does kung fu. He's kung fu fighting. Oh, yeah, his whole crew does Kung Fu. Yeah, dude, it was like a whole Kung Fu crew. It was great. It was great. Yeah. Remember the weird midget in the wheelchair? What the fuck was that about? Yeah, I, I mean, we're just dropping. We're, we're not jump. We don't want to jump into the specifics of this plot. No, we're not going to tell you what's happening. Because it's so good. We're just going to sprinkle but some we, of the If we just drop bombs for. of awesome throughout the entire review, it's it's uh, your your gain, not your loss. To my, probably awesome. my favorite line in the movie, other than when Willem Dafoe tells that guy, your taste is in your ass. Uh, my favorite line in the mm. movie is when this guys awesome bomb. the guys are running. He's like, "Man, why are you chasing me?" He's like chasing a guy, and the guy's like, "Why are you chasing me?" He's like, "Why are you running?" Like it's just it just seemed like a real conversation if like, some dude's chasing some dude. Speaking of chases, yeah, and speaking of your weird video game analogy you made uh -huh. earlier, or a uh, connection to Street Fighter, yeah, this this is one of those movies that I feel like a lot of those guys that made like side-scrolling beat-em-ups for the arcades in the late 80s, early 90s. Watch this Your movie. Streets of Rages, mm -hmm. your uh, uh, Final, Final Fights, fight. stuff like that. Because it's, it's, it's a very, it feels very real, but it's also very, like, a guy with an Uzi on the freeway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's what's kind of cool about it, too, is because it's, it can be, like, the the actions can be tongue in cheek and almost action exploitation, but it feels so real at the same time. Well, well, I will say this: Final Fight is <laughs> okay. basically based on Streets of Fire. Yeah, it's based on Streets of Fire. Another Willem Dafoe great from the eighties. Mm -hmm. We're gonna watch that movie and review it. It's been reviewed, but okay. Fucking so is this. That's true. People have fucking reviewed the Mario movie. We reviewed that. We don't even review movies. We just talk about them. It's not about the we review. We just spoil them for people. It's about the reviewers. <laughs> yeah, that's why you tune it in, people. Um, the car anyway, chase. Anyway, the car chase, <sighs> I, I would argue one of the finest ever filmed. I'll say this about the car chase. Um, music is is very, very good, and the score is very, very good in this movie. It's all by Wang Chung. And then you have a few like blaster songs in there. There's a few more rock and roll and pop and stuff too. But yeah, Wang Chung, a lot of like cool Synthy. 80s synthy stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's used very sparingly because this car chase scene, all that you hear, there's no music. There's no, is it Die Hard that's like dun 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 dun? Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. Or yeah, Die yeah. Hard 3 or something. Uh -huh. There's none of uh -huh. that shit. There's no like. There's no like Captain Kirk in a in a Dodge Charger listening to Sabotage by the Beastie Boys because J.J. Abrams would be like, we're going to do a hip spin on Star Trek. Right. There's none of that shit. Right. It's literally just the sound of Screeching an engine tires. revving, 
tires screeching, and horns honking. Every time a car drove in that film, you could hear tires screeching. You could taste the brake dust in the air when you watch this scene. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's like you're playing Mario Kart. It smells of burnt rubber in your in your living room right out of the TV. Yeah, so there's a part where they're just driving backwards in traffic. And Did you just bring up Mario Kart? Yeah, dude. It's like Mario Kart. I swear to God, like Street Fighter, fucking Mario Kart. They watch this movie. Like fucking Ken Master. Or like any Steve McQueen movie. Yeah. Well, the part where they're driving reverse through traffic, it's reminded me of like being like 16 and really high and playing Mario Kart 64, and you're driving backwards through traffic. It was like that level. That's every time I drive, That's it reminds me of that. Yeah, well, you stop on railroad tracks, jackass. Okay. Even Wario knows not to do that. Go away, Wario. You're being yeah. a kind of a fucker. <laughs> so, yeah, that movie was great, Bobby. Very, um, very good film. Very good film. And, it, and I, I will say this. It's nice to take a break from time to time. Because we watch a lot of bad films. Or, mm-hmm. like, on paper bad. Mm-hmm. But still enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And then we watch a lot of just bad shit that's not enjoyable. So what was great about this movie and the, the characters, the plots, I'm just going to disavow everything you just said. Um, it's like really a story about revenge. It's totally a revenge story. And like somebody going mad with power to get their revenge. Like it's you're watching a man who's so obsessed with getting revenge that he is willing to break every law, do anything as fucked up as possible. It doesn't matter to him. It's it, completely rationalized him. Yeah. He does not care. He doesn't care at all. And like the guy starts out like he could be a good guy. I mean, he's a secret service agent. He's uh-huh. kind of a dick. He's kind of a hot dog. A hot dog. His partner called him that. I'm like, who fucking calls somebody a hot dog? So anyways, but yeah, then he just fucking goes, and he he's, goes crazy. He's sleeping with an FBI informant named Ruth, played by uh, Darlana Flugale. That's a good. That's a good stage name. Try to say that one three times. Um, in 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 the moment, I realize that this guy may not be this cut and dry protagonist. Uh-huh. Is he comes home home to her? I guess, or he goes to her place. Yeah, and she's kind of a dirtbag. She's an informant. An informant criminal type. She's a snitch. And um, he he uh, has intercourse with her. Uh-huh. A pretty uh-huh. pretty solid scene, I must say. And um, and and you're not you just think like oh maybe she's just an informant and, and they're in love or whatever you know no he's kind of a, he's kind of an asshole. To he's her. like basically like you're gonna do what I tell that. you to do or I'm gonna send you back to prison. Right. He reminds her of that of, in every scene they're in together. Yes. He reminds her of I will send your ass back to like, prison. Like I don't care. Like I don't know why you're sleeping with me, mm-hmm. but I'm a, I'm. I'm not gonna say badass, but that's what he's thinking. That's what he was thinking. Um, but he's he's a real he's a real prick. He's a real piece of shit. He's a real piece of shit. And this is the hero and of the she's, film. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess it's she the is the main character. Um, we also have a very young John Turturro in this. John Turturro is amazing in that fucking movie. John Turturro might be in my top ten favorite actors of all time. You don't fuck with the Jesus fucking quiz show, Big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's the other Barton Fink yes um, but the other one uh, Village Crossing yeah so basically Village Crossing is good uh, the Coen Brothers <laughs> basically anything the Coen Brothers the Coen Brothers are the reason why John Turturro is one of my favorite actors of all time well you know what this was 85 Turturro was still young super young he's probably like 27 in this movie and he he was great in it great he was, in it he was great um, and he plays kind of his, uh, the accomplice with Willem Dafoe. He's one of the dirtbags, uh, money uh, counterfeiter Everybody's types. a dirtbag. Everybody's bag. a dirtbag. That movie could just Everybody's. be called Everybody's a Dirtbag. <laughs> it's L.A. 
Makes sense. Right. Everybody's a fucking dirtbag in that movie. There's not like one good character that you're like, okay, I can I can sympathize with him. Right. Everybody's a dirtbag. Yeah. Yeah. Like even like the, the, the informant or whatever, like she's a dirtbag. And not to give anything away, but after William Peterson, who by the way, was in a great movie called Manhunter. Mm-hmm. He was he's I don't see much of him anymore. He's on the CSI. Okay, cool. I don't watch that. I th- I don't watch that shit either. I don't know. Um, I googled him. But Manhunter was the uh, Thomas Harris based uh, Red Dragon, which was remade with uh, Ed- Eddie s- Norton. Already said all this, right? Did we? No, no, we didn't. Um, but anyway, no, you weren't paying attention. He gets a new partner after his old man partner dies, and you think maybe this guy might be decent. You think he tries. And I'm just going to leave it at that. He tries. Now, let me ask you this. Let's get into some weird shit. Okay. Not really weird, but here's here's some things I noticed. There's a scene where Willem Dafoe has a nice uh, lady on his bed that is uh, in the nude. Yeah. And he is sitting in front of a fireplace, also in the nude. Uh-huh. Burning money. Burning money. Now, did you find anything odd about that, Adam? Why, that he was burning the money? Yeah. You don't know what his motivations were? No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. Are you talking about his cock? <laughs> no. What are you getting at? I don't know. He's pulling fake money out of a paper bag and throwing it... In a fireplace. Into a fireplace. Right. Why didn't he just put the whole fucking paper bag in the fireplace? Maybe that paper bag was special to him. Maybe, maybe that was his last paper bag. You don't know. Maybe he had to go shopping later in the day. I don't know. It bothered me. So you're saying Willem Dafoe is an environmentally conscious counterfeit money operation murdering criminal. It's a possibility. Stranger things have happened. Mm-hmm. I mean. He's a he's a card-carrying member of Greenpeace. It's, who fucking knows? You know, what I didn't understand is like how there's just like random scenes of like Willem Dafoe and his girl in bed. And then, like, he'll look around all, like, spooked. And then just goes to something totally different. There's a lot of just weird, Well, he's a paranoid scenes. guy. He's a very paranoid guy. Because he's a hell of he's a He's a bit of a tortured soul, you might even say. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> There's nothing in his character description that made him seem like he was sad or upset about anything he was doing. He seemed to take great pleasure out of being a bad guy. He really did. He mm-hmm. enjoyed everything he did. And he's shooting his friends, having fucking hits done on people, banging his girl, burning his money. He seemed like he was loving every second of it. Yeah. Dude, that movie is so beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful shot, beautifully made. Um, bit of a, not, I wouldn't call it a slow burn. It's just you got to kind of pay attention to it before things start to really make sense. Don't do a Bobby and check your Facebook status every seven minutes when you're trying to watch a fucking okay. movie. All right, that's enough. That's hey, enough of I'm all I'm just saying, that. you're checking your Facebook right now, no, motherfucker. No, no, no. I had, I'm pulling up my notes from this Jesus movie. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. Uh-huh. Let's get weird again. What was just weird that we went over? Uh, I thought it was kind of weird that Willem Dafoe, creepy naked Willem Dafoe. Oh, Dafoe's creepy naked Willem Dafoe, money in the fire. Throwing, paper money out of a paper bag into a <laughs> fire to burn it but he wanted to save the bag no i mean it's just it's, it's dramatic fun it's, that it's, way. It's so you're like you know like oh this guy like if he just if i guess it was if it was just a shot of him throwing a paper bag in the fire we wouldn't know like what was going on you know show don't tell i guess right right it's a movie it's a visual medium so we have um william peterson's character richard chance at the beginning of this as adam was describing with like the terrorist yeah um and then his partner gets killed by Willem Dafoe, right? Right. Three days before retirement. Right. Um, very cliche, but whatever. They're very close. Yeah. They're very close. And the partner is of a retirement age, and William Peterson is of, like, 
maybe in his late twenties, early thirties. Right. Have you ever had a platonic relationship of that caliber with an older man, Adam? Wait, have you had a non-platonic relationship with the caliber of an older man? Well, that Bobby? was my that was my next. Uh, what, question. what are you getting at? Like, you think I'm, they're banging? No, like, no, 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 I no, have no, no, friends no, no. that are older than me, Bobby. Okay, no, but and I, it was a mentor mentee kind of thing. It was okay. like a Jedi and a Padawan. Look, you don't. Have, it made perfect sense. You don't have to get. Why angry. Why you got to go in that direction with you? The don't body? have to get angry. Oh, don't be fucking so just, quiet, Adam. Oh, don't be so loud and angry, Adam. Make up your fucking mind, Bobby. No, I wasn't bringing this up to upset you. <laughs> I promise. All right. You're very defensive, which makes me second guess a lot of things. What is your point? My point is this. I just find it odd, Mm -hmm. maybe just because I don't have any personal experience with this, to be in a close platonic or non-platonic relationship with a man that is like 40 years your elder that's not your grandpa. You don't have any older friends, do you? I do, but I'm not like. What do you What do you do? All right, never mind. Forget it. Forget okay, I even look, brought look, it up. Okay, Forget okay, I brought listen, it up. Listen, I just listen. wanted to explore this. To they see were partners. Okay? You don't have to like. They were partners in the military secret service force. That means their job is they work together as a team. Now, old Peterson said at one point that for seven years he'd been his best friend. He'd been partnered up with this guy or been learning everything from this guy for seven fucking years. It's a long time. It's a long time to spend with a guy, yeah. regardless of the difference in age between the no, two. No, yeah, I, I guess in, given the circumstances, well, you, you, you would can't... grow close to a mentor. So what you're saying to and me... You know what? I'll give, I'll give you this, too. If is that you wouldn't be friends with somebody older than you? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I've never have and I'd That's like to ageist. be. That's ageist. I'd fucking, like to be. Really? You should get out more. Get out of your fucking toy room. I later. need to meet more older men. <laughs> I think that's what you should do, Bobby. No, I'm sorry I brought that up. I'm not. I don't have anything against people that have uh, older friends. This I don't is, have anything against old people. It's weird to me that all you that I'm think saying. That's weird. I don't think it's. It, I don't think it's weird. I think it's unusual. But if you look at the situation with cops and the circumstances, your life and death. By the way, mm-hmm. Secret Service. What is that? The Secret Service chase money counterfeiters. I thought Secret Service protected the president yeah i thought that too and i was talking to bill and he's like well it's a federal thing you know like uh i mean yeah it did see and I, yeah because i mean like they're like in the the bullpen or whatever it's like oh here's the missions of the day and it just seems like any they could have been any kind, been any cop movie. any kind of cop movie right i'm like yeah. so these are really the secret service guys or like, fbi like secret service have informants and shit i guess I don't yeah know. i'm sure they do i guess it's just all federal uh, semantics right yeah you probably followed it a bit better than I because you are yeah, more or less attention. a hardened, hardened criminal. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know all the lingo and stuff. Yeah, I haven't served time. You've been time. to prison. No, I haven't. I haven't served time. I've never been arrested. Amazingly. Mm-hmm. Knock on fucking wood. Yeah, knock on my wicker chair. <laughs> it counts as wood. There's pieces of oh, wood Oh, yeah, in it's there. definitely. It's just, it's just weaved together into a chair. <laughs> classy, Bobby. Real classy. No, I, I, um, I don't know. I don't know what the Secret Service does. I don't know what counterfeiters do. I don't know if any of this movie was accurate, but it's a hell of a story. Hell yeah, of a story. It is based on a novel I was reading. I, I could see it being a difficult read. Did you read the novel? No, but I, I would never read a novel. I, don't re- I wouldn't read it like a crime, convoluted crime novel. You just said you would never read a novel. I would never read a novel. Me neither. I only read. I haven't read anything in forever. Let's talk about how bad we are at reading. I read comic books. Here's my thing about reading. I, I watch my movies with subtitles. I'm going deaf, so I read my movies. I have my my same kind of issues we were talking about earlier with movies. With I do with books. Uh-huh. I'm simul- always simultaneously reading 
three to five books at you the same time, and I never finish any of them. So you're like, yeah, I read that. I it just have good. different moods. Like some nights, I'm like, well, I want to read about this, and then other nights, it's this, and then. Yeah, that's why I'm actually amazed you followed through with this whole podcast thing. It only took you five years. Fucking tell me to do a podcast and medication. <laughs> it's finally happening. Finally happened. Well, you should have just been drinking more whiskey the whole time. And look at us now. Look at us now. We got fans. Oh, wait. Listeners. Episode 11. F- episode 11 and not for everyone. Of, um, hey, Adam, uh, I, I, I lost my calendar. Mm-hmm. What month is it? Brovember. It's getting better every time. Yeah, I think so. It's a good work in progress. I mean, this, I mean, what is a bro movie, though? You know, what is a bro movie? Well, I think when I think I think like buddy cop movies, I think maybe some war movies. This was a really disturbed maybe point buddy break. cop movie. This is like a buddy cop movie if like one of the buddies gets killed in the first fifteen minutes. Or um, Batman and Robin. You know what I really liked about this movie too is the passage of time. Like it would show on the screen December twelfth, eighteen hundred hours. And like, so you could class just random times throughout the movie, and so you could like kind of judge like how long the story is going on. Right. It what intrigued me about that is like watching Peterson's character like a month later, like how fucking obsessed he's become with this. It's one of those ones that if you do enjoy it, which I think you will, um, you have this, you have somewhat of a desire to go back and and rewatch it just yeah. to see what you missed. Because holy fuck, yeah. Wait till you get to the end of that movie. That in that that's a um, what do they call that? Payoff, a payoff, payoff. There's a showstopper. There's a a blockbuster video bought out by Hollywood, and then Netflix showed up, and there goes blockbuster. Blockbuster video. Wow, what a difference. You know, I remember used to spend a lot of time at Blockbuster, just like looking through the movies and be like, I don't know what I want to watch. I want to watch that. Ah, it's the wrong movie behind there. Fuck. Now it's not like that anymore. I go to Redbox sometimes. Use the Netflix. Redbox is for um. Fans of uh, Larry the Cable Guy that don't have internet. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's for. Let's just like get all of our Redbox fucking users to not listen to us ever. Do I they, like hey, my Redbox. Hey, well, let me ask. L- l- we have a few European listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we should just have this podcast have like every now and then have a. Let's uh, make it international. Let's ask questions well, I to ask the it, world. Like, do you guys know what Redbox is? Do you have Redbox? Do you have Redbox in Australia? It's important to interact with the audience. Yeah, new we're age of uh, media. Put the comments. Can they leave comments? How do they leave comments on these things? Um, you can leave a comment in the SoundCloud account if you're listening on that. Uh, that's about it. Or you can you can follow us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Not for everyone podcast. Not for everyone. Please do me a favor. If anyone's a regular listener, I don't care the level of feedback. Your I want your unadulterated opinion. Tell us we suck if you think we suck. On but keep listening. And iTunes, tell us how bad but it'd suck. be nicer if you gave us a good review. Yeah, give us five stars, then tell us we suck. Yeah, that's that's, that's cool. a good compromise. If you think that this is not fun or entertaining, and you know what? I'm going to call bullshit if you've made it this far in the podcast anyway. Yeah. So either way. I'm calling bullshit that anybody's made it this far in the podcast. Not true. I, I look at the analytics. Can you see how long they listen for? Yeah. Really? I'll show you later. You um, said that last time. You didn't we, show me well, shit. Well, we just lost all of them with this conversation. <laughs> there they go. Up, up, and away. Right about the hour point, they all left. <laughs> oh, fuck we start talking about the data. The data. We did the data thing again, huh? What the shit? Hey, look. All I know is I'm glad people listen to us. Hey, you know, there's, uh, there's. I got a, I got a video interview of me on the internet. It's on the YouTube's. 
Um, it's in my trump card. Did I tell you about this? Um, I, I think so. It's called The Band in My Bedroom Tonight. It's some lady who interviews bands in Austin, and she interviewed me and my singer, and we were in character the whole time. So we seem like real douchebags. So if you want to hear me being a real You don't douche- have to be in character. <laughs> I mean, but people need to realize like me as a clown is just me. Just dressed like a clown. Yeah, which one's the real you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, the clown or me? Well, there's several clowns, too. There's a lot of clowns. Well, I realized it's, today. I realized it's a long time ago. All the clowns are the same fucking clown. You're like that guy from that movie Split. No, it's all the same guy, pretty much. I'll put on a funny accent here and there, you know. But I just do the same shtick. The same fucking clown shtick. There you go. It's just me being a prick. You it's follow, me with a lot of whiskey in me. You can follow Clown Boy on Instagram at... VonArnt13. Spell it out. V-O-N-A-R-N-D-T-1-3. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at PinballBobby. One word. It's like a pin and a ball and then Bobby. Uh, please rate, review, give us some feedback. Uh, you can email us if you want at yeah. Send me not for everyone 17 at gmail.com send nudes please don't ask for that why not because i th- send nudes to um don't give him my email address use the one no that no, no your uh your uh instagram in- uh, yeah sure address. why not Who cares? i don't want a bunch of dicks on my email dick dudes don't send dick pics but send pics you just to- ask for it again i said don't i mean if third you, time if you want to i don't care knock yourselves out that counts too or just like, uh, if chicks have been sending you pics, send me the pics of the chicks that you get. Illegal. Has that? Probably. They blur their faces. Either out. way, it's shitty not, thing to it's, do. It's unethical. Unethical. It may not be illegal. It's highly unethical. That's something someone from this, uh, a character from this movie we watched called To Live and Die in L.A. So go check out that sweet, sweet, um, succulent 80s crime drama. Yeah, and if you're on the Facebook, check out Dark Matter Productions. They're burlesque troop that I'm involved with in capacity in some way. And hey, hey, go go listen to Bobby's band Strange Gun. They're on the interwebs. Yes, thank you guys for coming out. Whoever came out uh, last night to his show. He did a show. My show. I played a show. It was a fun one. It was a it was a San Antonio blood moon. Bobby's Corner. Not really. It was just a full moon. I don't even know what a blood moon is. Really? I met a I met a left-handed chick last night who I was telling her how she's highly likely to be a werewolf because of the you know left-handed lycanthropy lycanthropy thing. And she said, I'm also a lesbian. I was like, look, a left-handed lesbian like Anthrope, like, that happens. That's, that's a thing. Like, we can make a movie just based on that. I'd watch it. <laughs>